Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Almost Nerdy. I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney. We're the Happy Hipsters. And on this episode, we are discussing The Dark Knight Rises. So today is a very special episode because this is Shalom's birthday pick. Yay. Happy birthday, Shalom. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that means? What vote, does that mean? Votes, votes, votes. <laughs> no! Votes, votes. <laughs> Don't vote for him just because it's his birthday. That's not fair. No, it's fair. It's my birthday. Okay. Before we <laughs> even get into that, Shalom, why did you choose this movie as your birthday pick? It's because it's amazing. Uh, I feel I feel very connected to Batman. I've always been a fan of Batman. And I'm very upset that DC then ruined it after that. So this is kind of like my... Like, I feel like it's the funeral of Batman. And <laughs> so it's sad, but it's also like an, an epic film. Love it, love it, love it. You're so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Very. Oh, man. Very. Okay, so do you want to start with our two-sentence summary? Yes, I will, I, will, I will start. I will start. Since, again, I'd like to do a shout-out to all my, my wonderful fans. I feel like I'm getting new people voting for me, even though I lost again. You just lose again. <laughs> I lost again. I, I have a feeling that I'm gaining traction, lots of traction. So, so people, like, if you, if you want rhymes, you want to have fun, you know, shout out to, to Faith uh, for, for voting for me. Like, I, I, was, I felt very honored by that. I was like, this is great. So, <laughs> my two-sentence so summary annoying. coming okay. up. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Bruce Wayne ain't a saint, but as Batman, he found a way to compensate and make the world a better place. Wow. Except that could be the plot to the first movie. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, like, like he's dealing with the darkness inside of him. Okay. You know, so it's it's that's really, like the whole story of Batman. It's so the whole guys, story of Batman. It, no, it's the whole story of Batman. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't do your two sentence summary and then justify the two you only have two sentences. No, it's because you attacked it, so <laughs> I have to justify. Okay. Okay, <laughs> my turn. Okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Bruce Wayne hangs up his cape after wrongly being accused of several deaths, but starts his Batman ways again after a cat burglar steals his mom's necklace. He then realizes that he has one final battle in him before he officially passes on the mantle to a new generation. Th- that did not feel like two sentences. It did. You you know it. It is two sentences. You know it. it did not feel like two sentences. It felt like no. it felt like a paragraph. I mean, <laughs> two sentences can be guys, a paragraph. Guys, what would you rather have? It's entertainment. Even though my entertainment is not might not be the most contextual or informative. It's entertainment. <laughs> We're informative. <laughs> Literally, the name of the game is two sentence summary, which means that you need to summarize the movie in two yeah, sentences. But, like, but you have to make it fun. Like, I mean, okay. But I am tons of fun. You are. You're lots of fun. With my A type personality, <laughs> we will have fun from eight thirty to nine thirty. <laughs> then we will eat a snack. <laughs> That's how I have fun. <laughs> we eat a snack. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my word. So, don't forget to vote on Fridays. We put it on our Instagram story. So you have to go to the underscore happy underscore hipsters on Instagram and vote there in our story. 
I have been winning every week. I have won three in a row now. Sadly. Shalom has not won any. Shalom even tried to cheat, and he went on two of his Instagram accounts and voted for himself. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. I I was... It was Zimmy. Zimmy did it. Zimmy, our dog did it. I, our dog I, did not I, I, do it. Do our do dog that. did not go he, on Instagram and He totally and caught vote. me off guard by bringing that up. I thought, I thought you wouldn't bring it up, but... <laughs> <laughs> guys like i said i like winning i like winning it's not my fault that i like winning it's just that's shalom's code for uh, it's my birthday please don't embarrass me it's right my, now it's my it's my birthday so i should get all the votes i'm okay. just saying okay if you feel pity for him guys vote for him yeah i i don't care like pity votes i'll take those <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's a start. <laughs> okay, okay. Before Shalom gets too crazy, let's move okay. on to the nerd scale. Right. The nerd scale for today uh-huh. is on the scale of one mm-hmm. to Batman's utility belt. Whoa. So. Like oh, as in I own one. Yeah. Or it can be whatever you want. I left it really open-ended because I know you like that. Wow. So a 10 <laughs> is Batman's utility belt. <laughs> it's my birthday. Um, okay. <laughs> He likes to go wild with these, so I'm letting it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I I would would say that I have like 10 versions of the utility. Wow. Uh, I've like, I've one that is like, that has all my, like, my weapons. Are you going to describe all 10 utility belts right now? (laughs) And then I have the second one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. I have 10 kinds. Each one has got like an assortment of just like tools and stuff that I use. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, it's like cool like that. Then I get to pick which one I want to use. Oh, okay. Depending on the situation. There's a climbing one. Like if I want to like <laughs> go up a mountain. You're going a little bit too far in detail right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what number is that? So that would be, I would say that's a 25. Wow. So you gave it a 25 out of 10. 25 out of 10. Wow. Makes so much sense. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's a really I good would, movie. I would say I have Batman's utility belt specifically from these movies because wow. these are my favorite of the Batmans. Right. I, I also feel nostalgic for the Michael Keaton ones, mm. but I really just think Christian Bale was an amazing Batman. Yeah, he was too good. And I don't like to think about the new DC movies. Yeah. So I don't consider those a thing. Yeah, DC broke a lot of a lot of hearts. But that that's where I would rate it. So I'm yeah. rating it a ten. I give it a ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Shalom, why don't you start off? What is your favorite scene from this movie? My favorite scene. Oh my word. My favorite scene is when when like they're having the fight scene by the like the courthouse. And then, like, Bruce, like, is, like, beating up Bane. Then he starts going, like, So good. If you're a Batman Rises fan, you know exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, I have to say, Christian Bale was really good at the, like, Where is he? (laughs) Like, that, I will never forget, like, being in the movie theater, watching the very first of this, like, Batman series. Mm. And, you know, he's interrogating the guy. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Oh I was word. like, I was so scared. Yeah. I was like, what? They, but they I love it. I love though, it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They definitely good. enhanced it. 
But I think that combination worked so perfectly for for whoever was doing the audio. Like it, it you can tell that like his voice naturally was already had that very like manly kind of sound, mm. which like I just loved it. I just loved how how it came across. And it was it 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 worked perfectly in creating a contrast between their first fight scene and the 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 between second time Bane. between Bane and and Batman the first fight scene Batman seemed a little unsure of himself yeah but the second fight scene you could tell he was he was a man on a mission and and just that whole like where is it was just perfect just perfect like like expression it was a perfect moment to just show the person Batman had become yeah mm. i just i love this movie on so many levels yeah i think that catwoman Mm. I was really interested to see how they would do Catwoman when this first came out because yeah. A, like <laughs> Anne Hathaway mm. at the time I think was pretty much only known for for comedies actually. Wow. Like she was not really, I was like, oh, Princess Diaries girl? Like are you kidding me playing Catwoman? <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. then they had like the complete flop of Catwoman with Halle Berry, which I feel right. bad about. I don't think that was Halle Berry's fault. That yeah. was so bad. It was yeah. just so bad. I think that they tried. I think with Catwoman, they like they were like women like makeup, mm. women like pearls. Like mm. this is what they like, and it's gonna make it's gonna make a female superhero completely relatable. Right. And I'm right. like, no, like right. no superhero is really relatable. Right. Like stop doing that. Yeah, that was disgusting, and I yeah. don't like that. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, like her casting, I thought, I just thought the casting of the whole movie was great. Yeah. Was really I, I can't good. think of one person that I was like, no. Mm. I have to say, though, my biggest disappointment is that it didn't, um, it didn't go anywhere. Mm. Like, I was so ready at the end for Joseph Gordon-Levitt to take over. Mm. Especially at the end where they dropped, they're like, they're like, you should use your real name, Robin. Right. And then they just drop, they just drop it there. And right. I was like. Ah, my my assumption, going. my assumption, yeah, exactly. Like, I thought, oh, this the next movie is gonna be amazing. Mm. It's gonna be so good. And then I just, I just feel like they just went off track completely. And and that was hard. That was hard to watch, especially with all the potential that um, they were they were showing with just introducing Joseph to to this whole you know world. And that's a whole conversation for another day. But definitely, like you know, DC made some wrong choices mm. after that and i don't know i know that like the batman like license gets like bundled around mm. like you know and yeah. it's like that with all these superhero movies you know yeah. and in the marvel universe like right. you know there are certain characters that are supposed to be in certain events but they're not because different different mm. companies own them right. own the cinematic version of them right so i don't know if that played into it at all like Probably them did. you know not continuing this right. but and, and that's actually kind of sad, but sad. I mean, how many Batman movies can you have out there at the same time? Like, mm. I, I get it. I get right. it. I get why you would do that because it's confusing mm. as an audience. It is. It is. It's very confusing. And I think that it's almost unfair, you know, to to the audience, especially those who don't know what's happening in 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 the bit on the business mm. side of things. I think that when you hear some of the conversations like about Batman and how what happened what, during the transition, mm. you can really tell. Like, you're like, hey, you know, you guys, you guys have a, a responsibility to your audience as well. It's cool. You can make all the art you want, but if you're saying, hey, we want to bring the audience along with us, I think you need to make 
better choices or sometimes communicate what on earth you're doing you know and and i think they they did a bad job uh but coming back to batman the casting was perfect for this mm. it was incredible i i, I felt tom hardy can we talk about that a little bit? Like he he's crazy good. He was unreal. I'm still surprised. Tom Hardy is not a big guy. Yeah. Like he's not tall. Mm. But they made him look <laughs> bigger than life. Like and I just think that that like to me it's like that's the stuff that's like magic. Like right. when you can take a character and like an actor and you're like, "Wow, this actor is good, but he might not quite right. fit what we're thinking visually." Yeah. And the fact yeah. that they could take him and make him just look larger than life like that was just unbelievable like i couldn't believe that they were able to do that yeah and that's hard it's hard to do it's hard for it's hard for 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 filmmakers to do but they did it they must have been messing with angles and he must have worked out a lot just to like get that big he was was huge he was he was very muscular like he was huge um but loved loved his work um, and I think that was that was kind of maybe part of what you know kind of pushed his career forward. Um, even thinking of Venom, I feel like Batman: Dark Knight Rises was the movie that really put him on the map. Mm. At least that those are my thoughts. I could be wrong, but uh, he definitely put on a brilliant performance. I love his performance by the courthouse where he says, you just love "We that part. give it to you, <laughs> the people." I was like, yes, give it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are so good, though. Like such a, a, a fantastic performance. You, you like villain, villain wise. I felt, and and this is definitely a debate that's out there. He was better uh, than Heath Ledger. Oh, I don't agree. I felt he was better. I don't. I disagree. You know, and I, I know, and I'm I'm dropping some bombs here, but like I I really think that like his performance was was better yes they these two are very different characters Mm. you know Heath Ledger's character like Joker was very much like very psychotic very more like more expressionate and just really really like you know uh eccentric Mm. but I feel like Bane is this really cool scary personality another example is the moment when he he's standing over this henchman and, and he puts his hand on his shoulder when the guy goes like i'm in charge here and he puts his hand on his shoulder and goes like do you feel in charge right now <laughs> and i'm like what that's so good that's so good like just Shalom loves these, that line. these little lines that he had like oh speak of the devil you know and you're like you're like what like who yeah. wrote this and i and i really i really loved the execution joker definitely awesome performance i just feel like bane was just stronger you know scare a scarier villain to me yeah i think that that's just like a difference in our personalities mm. because i don't find bane as intimidating i'm like right i'm like you just have to take his mask off like that's all you have to do like you just have to take his mask off and like that's it he he'll die <laughs> and for like mm. but I think Joker is just so scary because he, you don't know anything about him. No mm. one knows anything about him. He's like, right. he's crazy. Like he's right. crazy. Any, literally anything can happen. Mm. He could have a gun to your head and it might be a fake gun or it might mm. be a real gun. We mm. don't know. Like he's right. just a complete wild card. And right. he's good at just starting chaos. I think chaos for me is very scary. Mm. So mm. I definitely think that Joker 
is terrifying. That's another just like crazy. I could not believe that Heath Ledger was going to play that part of Joker because I was mm. like the romance guy. <laughs> the romance guy. <laughs> but every time, like I feel like every time they picked people, I was like, I was like, wow. Like, that's insane. Right. Like, we never thought that would work. Yeah. Like, every person that they pick. I mean, Christian Bale, I think, is an obvious choice. He's, yeah. He is very good at roles right. like that. Right. But. Yeah. They definitely over overestimated themselves after that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. and But I, I, agree, I agree with you. Like, the in terms of personalities, I, I'm not afraid of crazy. You know, I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> What for me, I think it was the definitely Bane was a facade, he wasn't like really what he wasn't the leader, yeah. Like Miranda was the leader, yeah, yeah. was the person to be afraid of. Oh, and and I think oh, I, I think that that, that that was definitely <laughs> like a such a twist. I was not expecting her to just you know, like be like, I'm here, you know, like yeah. and and that was crazy, that was crazy, and I, and I think that. I think that the whole movie was kind of pointing to Bane, like pointing to Bane yeah, the whole being time. The, the, guy. the son of Rachel Go, you know? And, yeah. and I think that it was a brilliant twist, not expected at all. No. And at the same time, at the same time, definitely Bane had a way of speaking and presenting himself mm. that, that almost allowed and, and that very political very like very influential mm. very influential joker why was was scary the way joker got the the villains to come around him was yeah. was to scare them almost yeah and so but but bane was just very much like look man these politicians like, like this harvey <laughs> yeah. dent harvey dent was a jerk he was a yeah. messed up own let's free these owns and let them take <laughs> over and you know we have this bomb by the way that could explode anytime but like, you know <laughs> i like that you switched it to your shauna slang My shauna, <laughs> <own>. <laughs> you know so 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 i i it's, it's definitely something that i appreciate both villains mm. love bane more for just for some of the things he yeah. said yeah that was just amazing it was so funny we were watching the movie again mm. and i was like they look like they say they say him or like they acknowledge that it's bane like all these right. people every time and then we're watching it again and we're like we literally watched the movie twice in a row because right. we were like no they said it they said it and we watched it we're like they actually never confirm they never confirm they never confirm never they never confirm and you just assume everything because you're right. you're following right what what bruce wayne is thinking right which is he's assuming the whole time that it's mm. bane so he's just like right the, you just follow his track and you're like yeah batman knows what's up right like you, you just follow right. it and like and then he's wrong and you're like yeah. ah, what yeah uh. yeah and and and, and it's definitely it's definitely something that like we we missed it completely. Oh, completely. But then when we started watching it, and we're like, oh my word, they, they don't, they never, never confirm it. They never confirm it. And they even make a mention of Bane, you know, of the servant who fought who to save. Yeah. You know, and so it it's it's definitely it's definitely one of those things that we we completely missed. All right, so let's do things. <laughs> Our favorite part. Our favorite part. Ooh. 
So I think the biggest theme that I got from this movie came from the line, um, it was talking about like systems becoming shackles. Mm. And it's so interesting. It just reminded me so much of, uh, you know, Shalom works for a church and I volunteer there as well. So we, we had a seminar where they had someone come in to help us make our church safer for children just because it's easy within a church you have kids and like you know yeah. in classrooms yeah. just running around people just assume it's a safe right. safe environment and it's, right. it's easy for pedophiles to come in and like mm. take advantage of that mm. so they were saying you know we learned about cameras and all these other mm. like accountability things that you can do right and i think the most interesting thing that he said was molesting a child Mm. is as illegal as it can possibly be. Yeah. There's literally nothing else the law can do. Mm. But it still happens. Mm. And and that just like really that really blew my mind when he said that and I, it got me really thinking about about things and and I think that a lot of times we can count on the government mm. to solve things. We can be like, "Oh, if that was illegal, if this was illegal, mm. if if this was this way, then like people wouldn't do it." And it's like but crime still happens right and bad things still happen right and i think that sometimes structures do become shackles like you have this structure this thing that you put all your trust in mm. but it doesn't live up to what it needs to live up to right or what it needs to be and yeah i i often think about that um and how how the you know the man giving the presentation was just like you know as people we need to do our due diligence to make sure that we're keeping children safe are mm. we do we have cameras in classrooms mm. are we checking are we doing background checks on mm. all of our volunteers yeah. do we make sure that you know there are <laughs> there's accountability there's more than one adult in a room to like make sure that nothing happens mm. and just things like that and and i just thought that that was really really interesting yeah yeah I, I I agree. I agree. It's definitely it's definitely one of those things where like you know, um, we we can we can, you know, like what you said, like you know, referencing to what the guy said in terms of things are as illegal as they as they can be. Yeah. But but sometimes we need to find ways to heal our community. Sometimes outside of the systems that we're fighting so hard to have, because mm. I think sometimes people. We, you know, a lot of the conversations we're having right now about so many issues. Yeah. It's fighting over, hey, we want this system over that system. And that has led to so much tension. Yeah. And I think that that's one of those things where, that's one of those things where like we can actually, we can actually find ourselves becoming so obsessed with, hey, we want this type of system. We want things to be done like this. We want the government to do this for us. When really sometimes it, what's required is um compassion you know you know so i i overheard what old you know you know our favorite teacher uh joe he, he was talking about detention he was talking about how sometimes detention is not the best thing to use to teach someone about behavior sometimes what you need is a conversation and and i it just hit me it was like wow like you know sometimes we that's all you need that's all you need is to be able to say hey like look let me help you think about this differently. Let me help someone who wants to, who wants to abort. Let me have that conversation with him, you know, not to judge them, but to help them process through and and walk with them through everything. And I, and I think that 
I think that that's what's missing sometimes in our society today is that we have so much, so many systems and so many things that we want to be in place, but we miss the point, which is, hey, we're dealing with humans and with people. And sometimes the solution is, is relational than um, legislative. Yeah. And like, I, I like what you were, you just said, like about like abortion and things like that. And I, I get thinking about that too. Um, and I think a lot of times, like, when I think about abortion, like I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm cool with abortion, mm. but I would also say like, I'm not cool with like a young mother who like her boyfriend mm. has left her. Like she's now she's has mm. a baby and she's going to be like impoverished for the rest of her life because right. there are no systems mm. set up to help her. Mm. And it's like, it's like that's I, I just think that there there's so much more to a lot of things. Mm. And I think that systems can oversimplify it and they can right. be like, right. oh, well, like it's your fault that like you had sex and got pregnant. And it's mm. like uh, mm. it takes two to tango. So right. it's like I right. don't like and maybe as a woman, like I feel a little bit more for women. Right. And like, again, like as a and I'm, I'm a young woman and it's like. You know we're not ready for kids now i couldn't mm. imagine like the pressure and like what would mm. go through my head if like if we we mm. did get pregnant unexpectedly and like we're married and in a, mm. in a place where like we could have a baby and be right. fine but it's like i understand mm. where women are coming from and it's scary like that changes your whole life like mm -hmm. oh my goodness i just couldn't imagine like feeling like forced into that mm -hmm. basically and knowing that like you don't have support mm. so yeah, I, I just think that that's that's definitely interesting. Like the the whole idea of like systems becoming becoming mm. shackles and just yeah. like just yeah. relying on them too much. I think I think mm. sometimes we we really look mm. to systems to solve things, um, but a, a system doesn't have compassion. Mm. So. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah, and it's like you know because like systems don't have compassion. It's like that's why I think like Robin's character was so angry mm. with with Commissioner Gordon because Commissioner Gordon was doing bad things to get good things done. And it was like, mm. you know, Commissioner Gordon's like, you're going to wish that you had someone to do the dirty work for you so that you don't have to do it. And mm. it's like, it's like, but you're still doing the dirty work. Like, right. you know, like you are perpetuating the system mm and letting someone else do something illegal and then take the fall mm. so that you can keep the system going. Right. So, yeah. I yeah. sound very, like, anti-government right now. I'm not. <laughs> I really <laughs> like rules. But yeah. I just think, I think it's the reliance on it and, like, right. the idea that, like... that That's the way it should yeah, be. Yeah, that it should be. And that's why I'm, like, I really am grateful that there are lots of people who run nonprofits because mm. I think nonprofits can do a lot of good and a lot they of can. things they that can. that the government can't. Yeah. And I, I just think that that's really, mm. like that's very noble work. Yeah. I think, you know, you can feed more I kids. Agree. You I can agree. feed more kids. You can, you can help mm. more babies. You mm. can help more young mothers. Like mm. you can do so much more when, it, when it's a nonprofit. Mm. Dogs, mm. we love animal shelters. So yes. you can help more dogs. You yes. can do more things like that when, Mm. You know, you can just do more. You can help people than yeah. sometimes fighting for some of the things we, we, we fight for. Yeah. My theme is rising. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, okay. <laughs>
I'm really inspired by just the the idea of Bruce Wayne being beaten, being thrown into like the the worst place, and finding the motivation to to say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna come out of this, and and I'm gonna fight back. Mm. I I'm really inspired by that, and I feel especially for like you know I I'm the kind of person who who is a fighter. Like I I'm I'm very I'm very I'm very stubborn, so. I I really identify with a personality like Bruce Wayne, who's very much like I'm gonna fight. I don't care if if the odds are against me. I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can. And, and I just love like how he would just like go up and you know, for those who haven't watched the movie, uh, sorry, we've spoiled it for you already. But this is more of an after the movie podcast, right? It's more <laughs> after the movie, right? And so they they're put into this this almost like a cave massive cave that's the that's the prison but to get out you have to like climb up and there's this leap that they have to do in order to actually get to the to the little ledge that lets them out so no one could do it only this the child of of Ra's al Ghul had escaped uh and it turns out it was Miranda and but in 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 the movie Bruce is trying to escape and he tries many times and I love the basa, basa, da, 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 basa. I, I love that and and he fails many times but in the last the last time they talk about fear and 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 saying you have no fear of death you like you mm. know you don't have that drive you don't have then finally gets out I just love that as he figured himself even before even before he escaped Bruce Wayne had processed through a while. This is what's stopping me from succeeding. And I feel I feel like rising or coming back and and bouncing back from life setbacks. It, it's it's something that's definitely mental. Something that you need to you need to be able to like look at life and say, hey, look, I've been beaten down. I've been let down. And I'm sure most of us have have had that experience. But I just love how like being beat down allows us to experience a rising not just of physically coming back but also like there's this element of getting to know yourself better getting to know your fears your strengths your weaknesses and so i don't know i just i just found myself processing that i don't really have like a an action point to this but it's just something that i picked up on where i was like wow like you know losing and 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 experiencing loss it, it has a way of getting us to be introspective and to look mm. at ourselves and experiencing almost like 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 the word rising a rising within ourselves mm-hmm. of saying wow this is who I am this is how I can beat this that eventually expresses itself in in physically bouncing back and and doing better in life and so it's just something that I don't know like I I find encouraging and I, I hope people can find that encouraging too in saying hey like life life is gonna beat you down. It's gonna, it's gonna do that, but don't waste it, you know, by just giving up. Fight back, but in the fighting back, you're gonna get to know yourself. You're gonna get to know even people around you, and and be better for it. Mm. Yeah, I I actually found that scene really interesting. You know, yeah. he's in this like basically pit of despair, right? And, <laughs> and you know, the doctor is like, you don't fear death, and yeah. it's interesting because mm. when I hear that, I'm almost. I, I initially thought like, oh, he doesn't fear death because he's so brave. Right. Like he's so brave. But actually, like in the way that like in the way that Batman has to function, like mm. he has to actually fear death. Mm. Like because if he doesn't fear death, 
then what keeps him from fighting? Like, what uh, what keeps him from being beaten? You know, mm. if he's okay with dying, then right, he'll die. Right, and and yeah, like I was thinking about yeah. that on like a more like personal level. Like, what does mm. that what does that mean for people? And it's like, mm. so I think I think everybody is passionate about something, mm. and mm. I think that it's kind of that like fear a little bit that drives you right and it either drives you to push you more or Mm. it drives you to like almost seclude it and hide it right right so i think like looking at that fear and and deciphering like Mm. okay what what do i want to do where do i want to go right and i think when you take that fear and you turn around so that Mm. it pushes you right like i think that that's that's where like the goal is like that's the goal like is to be like, okay, I'm doing something kind of scary. Like, mm. I am going to get, like, ridiculed or I'm going to get whatever, mm. you know? It's like, right. you know, I, I feel that way with, like, our podcast, you mm. know? It's, yeah. You know, we're new to this. Mm. <laughs> we don't noobs. really... We're noobs. We don't really, like, know what we're talking about. We're literally, like, sitting in our apartment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a studio or anything. Right. You know, it's scary. It's scary. Like, mm. you know, when I'm, when I'm at work and I'm, like, telling my coworkers, like hey i'm starting a podcast <laughs> and they're like okay that's weird because <laughs> it's like they know me as the girl who answers the phones right. so it's like right. i get that and it's like pushing yourself out of that box mm. but it's like if i'm afraid that my co-worker like if i'm just afraid of being ridiculed by like my coworkers, mm. like i'll never get to work on creative projects that i want mm. And like other people won't get to yeah. hear it and join in because yeah. like that's our ultimate goal is we yeah. love movies and like we want other people yeah. to join in and talk about it with us. Yeah, I think fear is definitely a double sided thing. Yeah, like where it's like there's the positive, which is like what you said, like it's you it, it drives you sometimes to fight for what you yeah. want. Sometimes fear of poverty or fear mm. of of loss. I think it, it's an indicator of what's important to you. Mm-hmm. You're not afraid of, yeah. of of losing something that's like not valuable you know and so and so that's something that 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 definitely i noticed and and even from what you're sharing i'm like wow like you know i never thought of of that you know as well in terms of like wow like you know it it should it just it's a driving factor yeah it's something that drives you but there's also like that fear that almost like you know it 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 paralyzes you it causes you to freeze and not to do the things that you want to do in life because Mm -hmm. you're afraid of what people say so definitely definitely that's something worth thinking about you know this is this conversation is reminding me of um in daredevil Mm. we're on the third season of daredevil right now (laughs) and and the bad guy is um is bullseye and a lot of his driving force was actually fear like Mm. his his need to like be good and be the best like you know he was a he can throw things like ridiculous (laughs) that's why his name is bullseye (laughs) so he's like he's like that and he Mm. had that drive because he feared being alone and Mm. he felt like in order to like be like in order to get his parents back he would have to be the best. Right. And I think, and what was that? You were talking about something really interesting about like mm. people who are like prodigies with yeah. like that. Like- yes, yes, exactly. Like I'm, we did a book that I read a book called the, the Talent Code. And he's talking about the things that drive really skilled and talented people. And some of them, and you're talking about how a lot of them are orphans. And there was, there's almost like that survival instinct that they have to say, I must survive. I must not lose. Mm. 
otherwise this is my life it's do or die and those people tend to really turn out to be amazing because they have the, these fears that they have mm-hmm. and so it's 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 really it's sad it's a sad state to be in but i think that there's a balance where it's it's like do you have things you know in in music we we actually have when it comes to performing if someone go walks on the stage and they're absolutely not afraid that's concerning that's huh. concerning because you don't you don't you don't it's like what value do you have on what you're about to do you don't have that if value you're not afraid. that means your performance might not even be as good as as it could be but i think that nerves nerves can serve as driving force something to to make you focus to make you push yourself and be the best at what you're doing nerves can also be you know be disabling it can cause you to freeze but so i think there's almost like that it's like a weird balance i'm not a psycho psycho psychology major so i don't really know like how to like perfectly strike that balance every single time but it's just an observation all right we're gonna wrap it up we love hanging with you guys and doing this every single week and this week we have two episodes yeah if you didn't listen to The Incredible Hulk yet, that mm-hmm. is part of our mini-series that we're going through right now called mm-hmm. Countdown to Infinity. Yay. And that is where we're going through all the Marvel movies because we are so pumped for Endgame. Pumped. So pumped. excited. So yes. excited. Yes, and we have so many awesome announcements in the next month. Things that we're, we're, we're planning. We're planning. And it's going to be so good. It's a secret. It's, so good. it's a secret. We can't tell you yet. Shh. Because we're still planning. We're still still planning it. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Right. But, yes, again, please rate us. Please go on iTunes, Spotify, whatever uh, app you use. And please rate us. And let us know what you think. Give us some suggestions. Lots of, like, just, we're just open to that. We're just open to to getting better. We want to know. Yes, yes. So, coming up next week we'll have iron man and then thor and then we yes. get to do the first avengers movie yes we're pumped we are so excited. we're so excited yeah so awesome thank you so much for joining us on this almost nerdy journey we'll see you next thursday bam game over